Welcome to episode 11, everybody. If you just joined us, I'm Robin, at a tired witch on Instagram. And I'm with Maria, Maria the Arcane on Instagram. And today we have a special guest, Amanda Loveless. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for joining me. No, thank you for having me. So let's get to know you, Amanda. So tell us, who are you? Who am I? That's what I ask myself every day. (laughs) Um, So usually I am a poet. I wrote some books like The Princess Saves Herself in this one, The Witch Doesn't Burn in this one, and The Mermaid's Voice Returns in this one. But recently I have kind of switched gears and I did... um, I had a hand in making an Oracle deck called Believe in Your Own Magic, and it was illustrated by Janaina Medeiros, and it just recently came out. It's so yeah, cool, too. Oracle I really deck love it. It's so amazing. Oh, I love you. the diversity and all that. Like, just the diversity was amazing, and I love each card. I yeah, it was really important to me that it had diversity. I mean, just even as a fat lady growing up... Um, there was no representation other than, you know, skinny, white, usually blonde ladies. And uh-huh. I really wanted a deck that reflected real life and not even just, you know, fat people, but everybody's size, every ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Well, not every ethnicity. I did try to cover as many as possible, but, you know, I just I wanted a range of people so that, you know, someone could look at a card and be like, oh, well, I see a part of myself in that, at least uh-huh. like in some way. And um the response has been amazing because that's exactly what is happening and you know i hope it continues yeah like like, i really love decks like that that just like feature like a wide range of people and bodies it's really nice i love it yeah thanks yeah i love it i think it's super good i actually want to get my hands on a copy of it um (laughs) but i think it's super good i think you should be very proud of yourself i think it's a beautifully done deck Oh, thank you. Well, I definitely have um, Janaina to thank for that. Um, She did an amazing job with the art. I think my publisher actually found her on Pinterest. (laughs) Um, I had no previous knowledge of her (laughs) and they found her. Yeah. Um, And as soon as I saw her art, like, you know, we had like a few artists um, to consider, Mm -hmm. but I knew as soon as I saw her art, I'm like, we have to work with her. (laughs) This is the one. I I found it. (laughs) Exactly. That's yeah, it's awesome. very like anime-ish to me. Like it's very it's so cute. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. And I love that the cars also feature some like not just that they're empowering, but they are also like there's some shadow stuff to it and stuff. So it's mm-hmm. not like straight, like, you know, you know, love yeah, and, and that way I really up. wanted it to um reflect my books too, because even though like my books tend to be on the empowering and inspirational side, they are stories, so they do usually start out either like sad or, or depressing, <laughs> um, even mm-hmm. like angry. And I didn't want it to just be like, here's some like shallow inspiration. I wanted people to be able to do like a bit of shadow work with it too. I love that because I mean 
I don't know if you know this about me, Amanda, but I hate affirmations like more than anything in this world. <laughs> I think they I are love just love Maria them. loves them. I can't stand them. I think they're the worst. I, and there's no disrespect to anybody who does like affirmations. They're just they're to me. They always feel very hollow, and so I feel like it's very well rounded. You know what I mean? It doesn't. It yeah, kind of gives off like a that vibe balance. without. Yeah, it gives off the vibe without being. Feel feeling empty to me. <laughs> well, thank you. They I'm are glad. not I empty. <laughs> I, I love a good affirmation. They're so they just. I hate them. I hate them so much. I really do. I want to put all of them into the trash. They feel like the millennial version of like the boomer signs that say shit like "I love you more than bacon." Hey, hey. <laughs> Hey. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't kill me, please. As I said, unfollow, unsubscribe, canceled, all of the above. I'm just kidding. We I love like, you. I'm actually resigning from our friendship right now. Um, here's my formal letter. Canceling, like all out canceled. But back to the topic at hand. Yeah. So, Sorry to distract. When did you start? <laughs> yeah. So when did you start practicing and what got you to start practicing? Well, that's kind of a complicated story just because when I was a teenager, I was always interested in witchcraft. Like I was fascinated by it, especially because of movies like Practical Magic and The Craft, of course. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. So I was always like reading books, doing small things when I was a teenager and I'm almost 30 now. So it's been quite a while, but most of the time since then has been just like dabbling in small things here and there. And Mm -hmm. then maybe about like four or five years ago, I started out really small because on Tumblr, Mm -hmm. there was a small little uh, thriving witch community there and the Mm -hmm. witchcraft on there was just very different. Um, so I started out with like, um, yeah, it's like very soft... equivalent to the TikTok witchcraft now, isn't it? <laughs> sort of, it but I think it they had more of a handle on it over there. Mm. Um, but I started with like you know little coffee spells, very simple. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was a beginner witch, I was so scared of doing anything wrong, <laughs> so it was very mm-hmm. just like charging things with my intentions and like taking it very slowly. Meanwhile, now it's like I don't do too complicated of spells mm-hmm. or anything like that i wouldn't necessarily call myself a minimalist witch but i kind of just work with what i have um and i kind of just trust that things are gonna work out in my favor um mm-hmm. and i try not yeah. to be scared because you know that fear can definitely like affect your spells at least that i have found so mm-hmm. now it's mostly like i live on the jersey shore so i do a lot of like i try to incorporate the sea or the bay into my work with oh, I love seashells that. Yeah, with um, like seashells and sand and stuff like that, or even like mm-hmm. the bay water, the ocean water. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would definitely consider myself more of an eclectic witch with like a heavy leaning towards like sea craft. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that, and I, I love like starting off small and not like feeling like you have to hit the ground running. Like I think that's where a lot of people like end up falling through the cracks when it comes to like witchcraft and practicing yeah yeah I there's a lot that of definitely people on tiktok yeah a lot of people yeah. start really really big they are like hexing the moon <laughs> um, <laughs> and and uh 
Yeah. And then they burn out really quickly because they had no idea what they were doing. They started super big and had really high expectations. And I think starting mm-hmm. small is the way to go. It's realistic. It's practical. It's practical magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot of good things to be said about witch talk or TikTok as a whole. But Absolutely. I do think there's an emphasis on like trying to take on the whole world when like mm-hmm. I'm still here doing the simplest candle spells five years later. Yeah, I mean... There is such power in some simplicity. And, mm. you know, we talk about that all the time, like on our Instagrams and on our Patreon and all that. And it's just, I love ev- like everyday witchcraft and yeah. like, you know, traditional witchcraft because I do do rituals. Maybe I don't do them that often, like big rituals, but yeah, me I love a simple candle spell. Like there's nothing wrong with it and yeah. beautiful. And as long as the intention is there, I mean, yeah, that's all that matters. I, I mean, my favorite yeah. spell is literally one ingredient and like 30 seconds of my time. And, <laughs> and but it works. So I fix it if it's not broken. <laughs> I love the idea of like just taking what you already do or what you already did like as a non um non witch and just mm-hmm, making mm-hmm. that magical like I am still doing that every day. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, perfect. Exactly. Like just incorporating it in like small stuff every single day is that's what I do. Yeah. Yeah, even just with like coffee, try to do coffee spells. Mhm. Yeah. Just find trying to find magic in every single day activities. Exactly. We love it. We love it. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. So if you are new here, every single episode, we talk about the upcoming lunar phases. And like Emma and I talked about last episode, we are coming to a point where we're going to have to play a little catch up with the moon phases. So possibly next episode, we're either going to talk about this one again, or we'll just talk about something different. Maybe we'll talk about, you know, hexing the moon, you know, fuck it. It's a Tuesday. Um, Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) The upcoming lunar phase is the full moon on moon in aquarius on august 3rd and the full moon in aquarius is actually going to be an amazing break from cancer season <laughs> and the back-to-back <laughs> yes, cancer please. new moons <laughs> well i yes. am an aquarius moon oh really perfect yep so I, this and is also a cancer rising <laughs> well then you gotta you, so you, this, a is, this is made for you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, The full moon in Aquarius is going to be a lot more relaxed, a lot more chill, a lot more just not emotional (laughs) than our new moons in Cancer that have come up. And because of that, um, the the full moon in Aquarius, not the new moon, the full moon in Aquarius is going to be a time when we're going to be taking a little break and looking at the truths and truth seeking uh in our lives and after an emotional couple of new moons and an an emotional month it might be a good time to reflect on whether or not those emotions came from a real place or if we were just a little heightened a little sensitive which we're allowed to be every once in a while and that's totally fine so yeah especially now with everything going on so take the time to kind of seek answers outwardly and inwardly 
pause, mm-hmm. reflect, look at your life, look at your situation, and look for new perspectives. Sometimes, you know, like we've talked about before with the moon card, it's just a pile of laundry, not a murderer in the corner of your room. You're 2 a.m. You're having um, a nightmare. (laughs) And that's okay. So kind of take this time to chill out, look at things from a new perspective and just embrace the fact that cancer season is over. (laughs) And Y'all are thriving despite it. I mean, I'm always thriving in cancer season because I am a cancer and therefore I am just comfy. <laughs> but yeah. I can also respect Plus my wife. Yeah, I can I'm respect Here I am having and- meltdowns. Yeah. And she's I'm like, just I'm gonna fine. Use you as Everything's an example. fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, not everybody is a water baby. Some people are fire babies, <laughs> Maria. <laughs> and uh, maybe the season is just a about. little bit more intense for y'all. And that's okay. So let's embrace that full moon in Aquarius and move forward to Leo season. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, nobody can hex the moon. Thank you. Goodbye. If you just started listening to us, every podcast we talk about a random tarot card. We go over the universal meaning and then our own interpretations of the cards. Hearing others' opinions helps beginners form their own opinions, and even those who have been practicing for a while expand their views on other meanings. This week, we are talking about the Six of Cups. On this card, you see two children, one of which is holding um, the cup and handing it to the other. The universal meaning of this card is about reminiscing about the past, about happy memories involving childhood, innocence, and also brings up support. For myself, I think it is about giving, especially emotionally. Children give so easily to others, no strings attached. When they give someone they love gifts or even just love in general, it is coming from their heart and It is to make the other person happy and to bring them joy. In a reading, it tells a person that either A, they are deserving of that kind of love from friends, family, and in relationships, or B, they they need to bring back that childlike innocence of love so they can love deeper. As adults, it is so easy to give without being mindful, whether it deals with giving the gift of love or just giving gifts in general and even just accepting love when it isn't coming from that place that is unconditional, meaningful from the other person. And then also um, depending on the other cards in the deck and other things, I can also see it as looking back at the past with like, you know, with fondness and like, Oh, that was a happy memory. And, you know, with happy memories, we carry that into our present and it's those happy memories shape us into who we are. So how do you guys view the cards? You can go first, Amanda. Okay. Um, well, it's actually interesting because I have been pulling the six of cups quite a lot lately. So when I saw that this was the card, I was laughing to myself. Um, (laughs) (laughs) personally, I see it, you know, at least upright. It's that idea of, um, childhood of even maybe even being siblings and like that sibling Uh kind of love that unconditional sibling love fond memories um 
and then reverse it gets a bit more um cynical i guess like living too much <laughs> in your memories maybe even sibling rivalry mm-hmm. um uh yeah just seeing the past through rose-colored glasses and like not being able to move on to the future or to your present even yeah mm-hmm. that's that's actually how i view the reverse to the rose-colored glasses mm-hmm. things are not as great as you thought they were <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> For me, this card has three meanings and it's very dependent on the question that I asked if I asked one. Um, Mm -hmm. First and foremost is obviously the looking back at things um, positively, like the smell of grandma's cookies, you know, (laughs) or I don't know, your childhood crush. But the other thing is if it was like a love reading, uh, Mm -hmm. I see it very much so as puppy love, which is... Mm -hmm very much so similar to the rose tinted glasses but also like the honeymoon phase of things where of course things are great right now you guys just met or you're rekindling that energy of having just met that sort of thing seeing things in a way that is kind and sweet and patient um and has the potential to go either direction you know puppy love is one of those things where it can be just continue to grow and be amazing or you guys kind of lose interest in a week (laughs) um for me personally when i draw this card it usually is telling me to grow up (laughs) it's uh very mean uh color that my own um personal bullshit (laughs) but it is very much so especially when i get this card it's like grow up robin like let it go move on you're not being the adult here and yeah that's that i know that's not a writer wade smith interpretation but it works for me okay and it doesn't hurt anybody (laughs) grow up robin oh my god jeez it is very much so every time i get this card i'm just like oh fine (laughs) that's so adult like and it's so classically me so (laughs) stomps her feet away from the tarot deck well genuinely though that's how you want to play it <laughs> I won't even put it up like because I have like a little card holder uh for my like cards of the day or like things I need to hone in. I won't even like put it up right away because I'm just like, fine, you want me to be petulant? I'll be petulant. Like, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So, Lamas is the first of the Harvest Festivals, and it's starting on August 1st. So, it is the time when grains are being harvested, and we are beginning to see everything that we work so hard at from the beginning of the year until now. There is a little bit of a shift in seasons here in some places, obviously not the south, because it's only going to get hotter until late <laughs> August, about <laughs> mid-September. Lamas actually means loaf moss. A lot of people celebrate Lamas by making things like grain and making things with grain, such as bread and leaving it as offerings or thanks for everything our guides and deities have done for us throughout the year and so far. So yeah, let's go bake that bread. So what are you guys doing for Lamas? Well, 
You know I'm a fat ass. Um, I love bread. <laughs> uh, love it so much. I actually have a recipe that is on my blog, but it's a tomato bread. Ooh, and that sounds good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, and I will a hundred percent be making that. I'm very excited. Any excuse to um, bake bread and eat carbs in large quantities, I am a hundred percent behind. And yeah, this is a perfect excuse. <laughs> I'm not just eating an entire loaf of bread. I'm celebrating Lunasa. <laughs> I am. I'm just eating an entire loaf of bread. <laughs> So this would actually be my first official time celebrating La Masse. Um, That's exciting. Yeah, I think there's so many ways to pronounce it. <laughs> I'm still like, I hear it, but like, like I just don't absorb it. <laughs> so there um, is literally one... like seven or eight different names for this holiday. I think it's so cute though that they call it Loafmas, kind of like yeah, yeah almost Loaf. like Christmas. I love that. <laughs> um, but I feel like during my little witch journey, I've definitely been drawn towards some holidays more than others. And this mm. is one of the ones that I just never got around to. I think it's because, like, I'm not a huge fan of summer, especially that, like, oh, late summer yes. feel. Very, it's yes. very humid here. Um, <laughs> it doesn't get as hot as the South does, but it's still, like, gradually getting hotter and hotter. Um, but I think I'm actually going to take the time out and do something for it. I'm not much of a baker or anything like that, but I will definitely buy some bread. Oh, um, yeah. Do it. And maybe do like, you know, something out in nature if I if I can. Um, we have like local farms that we like to visit and walk around oh, and that feels oh very um, Lamas. So, yeah. Yeah. That's it's also so for the Wiccans that. and people who follow kind of that sort of path. Um, it's a big sun god um the god mm -hmm. sun the sun god uh holiday mm -hmm. so it's a good time to just do anything the sun except for don't sunbathe guys because um skin cancer is very real um please wear your sunblock uh, <laughs> <take it> seriously. <laughs> coming Drink straight from the mouth of mama robin <laughs> listen i am very lily white i know that i am mixed race you would not know looking at me um i'm very very white although i have it in the sun a lot and i have a watch tan line now so i'm pretty much <gasps> no, <laughs> i'm you. everybody's dad i've got a watch tan line so uh, it was 1996 <laughs> i've got my kirkland jeans on and my watch tan line and nobody can change anything about me don't even try <laughs> yeah well i'm definitely the same as manda like i just i i have such i've always had such a big problem with connecting with summer but i'd connect with summer better if i'm close by a beach but which i am not and there's no way i'm going to myrtle beach but, <laughs> i was gonna say coronavirus <laughs> this is this is maria's way of telling us all that she's actually going to get coronavirus by going to the beach <laughs> Not yeah, going to Myrtle Beach. Oh, Don't do it. No. I'll beat you up. <laughs> but, but like, so this time I'm. It's just going to be easy, and we're just going to maybe go on a walk, and you know, maybe like do have a barbecue, like a family barbecue. Like we're not going to invite a bunch of people over, but yeah, just keep it really low key and maybe write a little letter to my guides and stuff like that and thanking them for everything they have given me this year through even all this madness going on like yeah 
so thankful that that is not with Lamas. That's like pretty chill. Like you can Mm -hmm. go and get flowers, like pick wildflowers and like them in your bath. Sunflowers, get a big bouquet of them, and then you know you can make sunflower seeds out of your sunflowers when your sunflowers are coming to the end of their time. I'm here for sunflower seeds. Yeah, Yeah. gratitude journaling. Um, that seems like a nice, easy breezy way to celebrate it. Um, yeah, do either of you make like those corn dollies? I don't. <laughs> I did once. <laughs> I am not um, like a corn crafting queen. Um, I get really frustrated <laughs> with how it like breaks really easily. Like, so I'm Mexican, right? And we make tamales all the time. Um, and I get into big arguments with the corn husks. <laughs> um, and so when I can't do it on a level at which they have got uh, moisture from steam and stuff, I, I, know, I know my limits, you know, and I just feel like I'm setting myself up to just really break something. Um, <laughs> it's... Foundationally, I know that is not the direction I should go. <laughs> yeah, I would but love very pretty. like maybe doing it this time since it's like we're not really doing much of growing out. Maybe having my little witchling. Yeah, I was going to say, off. I bet your That'd your daughter fun. would really like doing something like that. Yeah, we need more activities that do not deal with technology. <laughs> <laughs> Less technology. <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, Lunas is also a really really good time to do like finished projects because it's like the end of the harvest right or the start of the harvest whatever the end of the mm-hmm. growing season and so if you want to mm-hmm. take things on like a very literal and practical direction um, to mm-hmm. celebrate because I know some people are into practical things which is great um, you can practically do things that are finishing up projects tying up loose ends you know um, if you've had long-standing projects that need mm-hmm. kind of a uh, a finish up a yeah. last little kick in the booty this would be a perfect time to do that yeah Think and like, it, like start getting your cleaning. like yeah, and start getting like your home ready to be like all cozy for like yeah. Maybon and oh, Salad and Yule. I mean, oh, so do I. Oh my gosh, I'm so here for it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready for the decorating. It is fall in my house. You can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> it's not summer. <laughs> I feel like this is like pre Maybon, so it's like me just preparing for Maybon. <laughs> Which and that's a great exactly. time to bring in those practical tying up loose ends so we can make shit cozy and pretend like it's not a hundred and five outside. Hundred <laughs> and five. My air yeah, conditioner I opened up the back door up. today to let my dogs out and it was like being hit by humidity and it's nope. like no. No, absolutely no. not. Absolutely <laughs> not. Um, I'm not trying to say I hate Lunasa because that would be a lie, but it is definitely not my favorite holiday. And that's why I like keeping things simple. Make bread, eat the entire loaf of bread, sit in a pool of ice water, eat <laughs> more bread, and then, you know, just wait for it to be over. <laughs> I'm just having this image of you sitting in a little kiddie pool with sunglasses, just eating Listen, like Maria. A big and I'm, loaf not, of bread. I'm saying this with no exaggeration. That was literally what I did last year. 
I'm not even kidding. I made my husband go to uh, like our local dollar store and mm-hmm. get me a cheap kiddie pool and we filled it with water and I just sat in it and waited waited for the day to be over. And he was like, are you going to do anything else? I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> that sounds luxurious. Honestly, that sounds like the ideal way to celebrate. <laughs> I, live, I live in a school bus conversion. So I'm just oh, living cool. my best trailer park life. And like you can't change my mind like i will just sit out there with my sunglasses and my margarita which is like 90 percent tequila and i will <laughs> wait for the day to be over like <laughs> i'm literally trying to convince my spouse to um help me convert a bus to move into it yes Listen, do it uh it took a lot of energy for me to convince my husband but it's been worth it i love it you guys should definitely do it <sighs> i just like it sounds so privileged and it is but like i'm tired of living in a house and cleaning it yeah oh yeah also i feel like it's the most white people thing that i possibly could do of converting a bus into a home it's like the whitest (laughs) thing i've ever done and i'm just like you know what that's what it is like i am a white person so (laughs) here i am i still still like how you guys got rid of the um where it says cool bus instead Mm -hmm. of school bus you legally cannot have it say school bus that's against the law um so (gasps) we just yeah you cannot have anything that could potentially be misrepresenting the vehicle um and so you have to remove like the district or whatever that the bus is from you have to remove numbers and it cannot say school bus but i thought cool bus was fun because i'm 12 (laughs) um i'm a 12 year old (laughs) child and I'm driving the cool bus. What up, guys? Did you just, like, paint <laughs> over the S? And the, well, we yeah. got, like, uh, my mother actually works for a school district. So mm-hmm. she, one of her friends who works for, like, the mechanic department or whatever, had a tool for it. And it's, like, um, like a sticker remover. But it, you know, epilators for your hair? Yeah. So yeah. it's, like, an epilator, but for vinyl like lettering so it just like it's like a scraper that spins in circles and just like pulls it all off so we got to borrow that and i just scraped off the s and the h and so now i have a cool bus because i'm a cool guy obviously (laughs) you guys can't see it but i'm doing like the arm crossing like the 90s you know when you were like a cool kid who was like half leaning (laughs) against a wall with like a bowl cut that's me right now i'm a cool guy So, Amanda, what is stirring your cauldron this week? Um, Right now, what's stirring my cauldron is pendulum work. I sort of have a traumatic past with pendulums, I guess. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I was like a year ago, maybe even more. I started more seriously getting into them, but I was not protecting my energy the way that I should have been. I was doing it way too casually. Um, Like I was protecting myself while I was doing tarot, but not always with pendulum work which I don't know why I was doing that but um one night I had been sitting on the couch and I was sort of testing my pendulum with one of my friends like one way that you can test it is by asking your friends questions 
And then you ask that question to your pendulum and you don't know the answer. So you're basically testing the accuracy to questions that you don't necessarily know the answer to. Mm -hmm. So that's what I was doing. We were playing like basically like a little game. And all of a sudden, my pendulum just broke, broke right off the chain. Um, it what? was a brand new pendulum. Yeah, it broke right off the chain. And then I got like a screaming headache. And I'm not someone who gets headaches at all. And I, there was just bad vibes, <laughs> like in the whole house after that. Wow. Um, yeah, so I kind of just stayed away from them. And then a few months later, um, I ordered some or I ordered one and it got lost and then like I ordered another over in your house <laughs> in my house it oh got lost God. like I feel like someone has it <laughs> it got lost <laughs> and then um I ordered another one I didn't use it until recently I like picked it up you know I cleansed it I cleansed it and then I started using it again um usually mm-hmm. with my tarot cards um instead of just like using it alone I do sometimes mm-hmm. but I thought it would be interesting to incorporate it sort of like into my tarot practice because mm-hmm. tarot is pretty much the bulk of what I do in my practice mm-hmm. um Same. so I've been using it yeah <laughs> yeah it's really cool for tarot and like confirming your um your intuition mm-hmm. and just making sure like you know when you drop 50 cards like was I really supposed to drop all these 50 cards <laughs> um <laughs> So it's a good way just to like confirm what you're doing. So I've really been loving that. I've been doing it for like maybe a month or two and I've had no incidents. It's still intact. It is not broken. Um, so yeah, I've, <laughs> I've been really loving that. We yeah. love to hear a, an intact pendulum. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, I have to say, though. I love it when, yeah, I like it when, ter- when crystals go on little walkabouts, like they go on adventures and you're like, where is this crystal? Where did it just go? Gone. And it's like, it's just gone. And then one day, <laughs> one day it just appears and you're like, I swear I've seen that spot a million times, but there it is. Yeah. That <laughs> happens to me with all sorts of stuff all the time. And it really stresses me out because I don't like it when things go missing. Um, it drives me House absolutely bay. mental. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah just and say it's definitely the fairies, the bastards. We love you. We love you. Now you're gonna have to leave something. And now, the, uh, now I'm gonna have to hex them. Oh, I knew this day would come. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> the ultimate meme of 2020. I own quite a few pendulums and they're, you know, yeah, they're kind of like tarot cards with the amount of variety that is out there. Like there's so mm-hmm. many different types of pendulums you can get. And my favorite one I own is actually one you could like put herbs in and it's like glass oh, with brass parts. And I love that, that you know, I could put, yeah, I could put herbs in that corresponds to the question I am asking. So I feel like I'm asking a prosperity question, you know, I could put like mint and chamomile and stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I love it. Where did you get that one? I actually got it in a subscription box right now. I have a confession about but... that pendulum. I've been jealous of it for almost two years now. <laughs> and I have looked everywhere, and I mean everywhere, to try to get some. And not just try to get some, but to put some in my shop. Because I'm like, if I love this, other people will love it. And I've had no luck. Literally no luck. And I am just telling you, I'm very jealous of that pendulum. And I think that you should kiss it on the lips. Oh, I will. <laughs> uh, I kiss my crystals all the time. They're loved. They know that they're loved. 
It's so cool. Just my pendulum seems so boring. <laughs> I, mine are boring too. I've got no offense, guys. I've got like four of them, and uh, they all have different like purposes and personalities, etc. I actually just got a really cool one for my friend Jessica for my birthday. That's like a clear mm-hmm. quartz crystal, and it has this beautiful mm-hmm. crack through the center, like you know, uh, inclusion, Ooh, and it's just so I love pretty. That. So Little so universes. pretty. I love yeah, little universes and so crystals. Pretty. It's oh. uh it's nice. I uh I'm a sucker for any pendulum that has like rainbow at all, like whether that's labradorite or moonstone. I just I live for it. Yeah. Yeah, I really like quartz pendulums cuz they're really pretty cuz you can see through it and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're really nice. Yeah. Yeah, I also I like to use them for like finding stuff. I mean, <laughs> it's so funny because I lost my glasses. Let's say it was sometime last year. My and glasses. Yeah. And so I was using my pendulum to try to find it. And it kept pointing me to where they were. But I was like, I don't see them. But then maybe like three months later, after I already bought a new pair, I realized they were in my hammock underneath a bunch of blankets. So. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry for not listening to you, dear pendulum. You couldn't possibly dare lifting up the blanket. Why do that when we just buy a new one? That is like, (laughs) that is so funny. (laughs) Well, see, I think the universe was telling me I needed to update my prescription, which I definitely did. So they were just like, stop putting it off. Go get yourself a brand new pair of freaking glasses. You're such a dork. Are they reading glasses or the glasses you need to see the world? I need to see the world. (laughs) I don't wear them in photos, (laughs) which is why you don't see me on Instagram with them on. Because I literally wouldn't be able to do anything without my glasses. Same. Uh, There's nothing more stressful for me than when I lose my glasses because I cannot see to find them. (laughs) I'm fine. I use use echolocation. I just shout and I can see where I'm going. The glasses go. (laughs) Back at you. You just can hear it before because of the blankets. (laughs) It was muffling them. Oh my god. Oh my god. So, Amanda, what is not stirring your cauldron right now? Well, this was definitely a tough choice. Um, I definitely, I had a few um, things to choose between. I was actually going to mention the TikTok curses. (laughs) The curses (laughs) on the sun, the moon, apparently the fae. But then I'm like, should I be giving, (laughs) should I be giving my energy to these things? Like... (laughs) Oh, Oh, Robin and I live for that stuff. We... (laughs) want to talk about what you want to talk about but that shit is so fucking funny like how dumb (laughs) how dumb ultimately um i ended up choosing something i guess that's affecting me more personally because as i think robin was saying like those curses sound like none of my business (laughs) um so i i think i mentioned it before but i live on the jersey shore and Mm -hmm. i also do a bit of sea magic bay magic whatever you want to call it but yeah. because I live like literally it's my town and then there's two beaches right after it. 
So mm-hmm. even though this town is usually like, I guess what you would call a sleepy town, like the population mm-hmm. is like 2000, like it's, there's like no one living here. So usually mm-hmm. you can go take walks, you can go down to the beach, like there's beaches, but then there's also like in town, you can like go down side roads and there's little like tiny little beaches so that's what it's really like to live on the shore. It's like you have the bigger beaches, but then you also have the tiny stretches of beach. Right. Where you can just relax and no one's there because they're all like at the bigger ones, which is mm-hmm. great. But now you literally cannot go anywhere because everyone's home and they're all just oh like it's packed. And really? I really just like, yeah, like we can barely get home ever because we're stuck in traffic, even like one late away. Like, we just can't That's get home. That's so annoying. <laughs> um, it's like, you know what we should do? We should go to the beach during the middle of a pandemic. Well, it's like, just, everyone's go. why the numbers surge in the fall, because everyone's just packed there, not wearing masks, just swimming yeah. in the same oh water. Oh, my God. And it can yeah, be really frustrating, especially as a witch, because, you know, a lot of witches thrive by being in nature, and especially yeah. someone who does do Let's See Magic. Yeah. I can't be there. And it's frustrating. I try to go on um, Lytha. I'm sure you guys mm-hmm. pronounce that different ways, but I say Lytha. Um, and we could barely be there for 30 minutes before people started trickling in early in the morning and like being right on you, like not six feet Ugh. away. So I'm basically just yeah. like, confined to my house. So uh, that's not stirring my cauldron. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's how beaches have actually. Yeah, that's how beaches have been here. Like, it's seriously such a big problem. We usually, we go to the beach during the summer. That's, like, our thing. We go to go visit my parents because they live near the beach. Mm-hmm. And it's just, there's just so many people. And then I know, like, I know of some people who are all like, oh, we're going to go socially distance at the beach. And then they take yeah, right. beach pictures. And there's like, there is no distancing happening. What are you talking about? They're like two feet away from each other, like talking to strangers, <laughs> sharing drinks and food. All over TikTok, I see people just like willy nilly, like sharing food and stuff. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing? It's like, we're not living in the same world. Like, I'm still confined to my house. I'm only doing things that I have to do. Yep. And yeah, I would like to take walks in nature, but I literally can't because everyone's just having one big party out there. Same. Like, we can't even go to, like, parks and stuff for how busy they are right now. It's ridiculous. I come from a point of really good privilege where we do live in the woods, so I can still go outside and experience nature. But Oh, what a dream. I, it I is. It's, I mean, even, even in that situation, right? I still have to go to the grocery store, uh, which is mm-hmm. 25 minutes away. I still have to, like, do things that are far away and therefore means that everyone within our area in a rural, you know, community – has to go there and i i'm getting looks at me i got i got bawled at the other day somebody went ah because i was wearing a mask in the grocery store i'm like i'm like what universe am i living in that like i'm getting bawled at because i'm following cdc guidelines like hello (laughs) hello (laughs) oh don't you know health stuff is now apparently political oh whatever and up for debate (laughs) Why are they even allowed in the store with that one? Uh, right? They are right? not. That's how places are here. They are not supposed <laughs> to be. Um, again, I'd like to go back to the previous point of being in a very small town <laughs> where where I specifically live. There is this sort of air of we're better than everybody else. And that doesn't yep, apply to too. us. Mm-hmm. And... To the point that there's even a little bit of, um, 
what's the word I'm looking for here? Like allowing Hostility? that shit to happen. Oh. oh, you know what I mean? They they're, they're yeah. like, well, yep. you know how Janet is, and it's like a dumb bitch. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that how Janet is? She doesn't care about anybody but herself. Like, okay, <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah nineteen doesn't care. Yeah, like, so, it, yeah, I, it, it's a whole, it's a whole other thing. Meanwhile, like, my, my husband and I have, like, literally 20 masks now, and we only wear them once, and then they go in the wash. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what's the point? What's the point of doing any of this? But that's a whole other story for another day. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, it'd be nice to be able to go out and do things again, instead of just being trapped in, like you know, your yeah. immediate vicinity. It's like exactly what Amanda said, especially as witches who thrive in nature. You can't even go to the freaking park, man. Like, yeah. <sighs> and like, and it's, who are just making yeah. it so that it's going to be like this for so much longer because it's just, yeah, gonna, they're just right? going to keep passing it around. Right. Yeah. And it's going to get to the point where we will have to shut down again. And it's going to be, no, for what sure. it's going to be is they're going to realize how bad it is. And then it's going to be too late. There's going yep. to be no going back. Yep. And I've even been hearing that people are getting it twice. So yeah, it's gonna oh, keep we had someone that. in town who has got it three times. Jeez, like, what? Yeah. yeah. How? How have they got it three times? Are they an essential worker? Uh, yeah, they were an essential worker and they just keep getting it. It's not that bad, but it is thrown at each every single time. Okay. I was just like, imagine if they're not an essential worker and they just keep going out and they're just like, come on, it won't happen the third time. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, but but you know, they keep people out there keep saying herd immunity. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Sure. Sure. Fucking people okay. will also gobble up QAnon shit like it's... Uh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the stupidest shit you ever heard in your life and they're just like yes feed me more (laughs) (laughs) oh my god So if you guys are new here, every single week we talk about creators that we're loving right now, whether that's shops, uh, blogs, whatever, right? And that being said, if you're listening to this and you're like, I want to be on their podcast, don't email me. Don't email us. Don't send messages. (laughs) It's super rude. We're finding accounts that we just like. These are not paid promotions. These are not advertisements. These are just stuff we're liking that we think you guys might vibe with. So please don't be that guy. I have I will block you. Maria will block you. Don't message Amanda. This is not her podcast. She'll block you. I'm going to make that choice for her. She'll block you. She'll block you so quick. Don't do it. I'm making a personality assumption for her. She's going to block you. Block, block, block. So that being said, Amanda, what shop are you loving right now? <laughs> I'm just laughing because like you talked about this in the last video and I was like wow like I love the boundary setting (laughs) we get so many and I I am a firm believer in setting boundaries and following through with them uh don't do it just listen to the boundaries guys it's not that hard 
I've literally gotten emails before where people ask me to like, or yeah, they asked to be in my book. <laughs> Can you yeah. just mention me? I mean, I'm kind of a big deal. I don't know if you know this about me, but I actually have like a massive dong and I think you should talk about it. Do you think you could? Fuck's sake. It's just like, I think it's because I've had like guest poets in my books before. And I think yeah. like, I think they think I randomly picked them and they weren't actually like people that I already knew. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just like, um, no who are you? <laughs> Thank you so much. But it's going to be a hard pass from me. Um, moving on with my life. Thank you. <laughs> but in terms of a shop that I've been loving recently, um, there is this company, a small company called Woodborne Creations, and it is a husband wife team from California. And they make these gorgeous wood pieces um, with these crystal details. I think I found mm. them first on TikTok. I came across one of their videos where they were like showing how they make them and they're almost like they could be used as like wands if you wanted like a really big wand, I guess, Mm -hmm. or like used as um, just decoration. They're really cool. Like they'll put huge clusters or like points at the end, um, crystal points. Sometimes they'll carve out little spots on the large like tree limb, I guess, or stick and put on like geodes. It's really, really cool. And they always send out like I follow them on TikTok and Instagram and on both platforms. They sent me like this cute like welcome to my page message. And I just thought it was really cute and like it caught my oh, attention. Adorable! <laughs> oh my that's god! Really yeah, sweet. yeah, I know. I was like, aw, like we just talked, but this is cute too. <laughs> um, I just like it's just, their stuff is beautiful and they're just like really nice people. So I think everyone should give them a follow. I did. I thought I was following them already. And then I must have unfollowed them because I'm a bad person. And if they're listening to this, I'm really sorry. I suck. <laughs> but yeah, their stuff's so cute. Yeah, it's really cute. I like it looks like repurposed wood and all that. And mm-hmm. I love that. Hell driftwood. Yes. Very, very, oh, very cute. I love driftwood so much. I'm here for it. Well, my shop this week is Sarah Sarah Connor Ceramics on Instagram. Uh-huh. So as we've all learned to love about me, I have a mug problem. Same. Same. So badly. Uh, Which is so badly. Mugs. And they do mugs um, that yeah, they are do. these so these cutesy kind of like caricatures i guess you could say and they do ones that are like the sun the moon or like a bumblebee so like freaking whatever the latest one that i just saw that like i was like take my money is this really cute like moon with like a face and then it's got the the crescents on each side so it's a triple moon but yeah. it's like cutesy and adorable and i just I want to just kiss each mug on the lips. I just want, I just want to kiss you right on the lips. Like you're so pretty. They're so cute. And I love like, it. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at it now. They're so cute. They're like they're so cute. Yeah, like they're moons, but like they have these like beautiful eyes. They're really cute. They're yeah, so and cute. then the inside of the mugs oh. are 
gorgeous. Ugh. I mean, there's like gl- that glitter or something in them. And I can't, it's I so can't deal with it. Oh my gosh. The, our podcast is just becoming me talking about a different mug creator every week and i apologize but i also don't there because is nothing wrong with that i can't hold it so fucking cute i want one so bad um but i'm pretty sure they're in australia and oh, i've not strawberries. been oh sorry i've not been quick, <laughs> not been quick on the fingers with that i am not there's a, like a couple of you know uh pottery creators that they create you know their creations and then they put them up and they say hey shop you know update in an hour and i'm just not quick with the fingers i yeah disappointing it's always like they always say that a mug is ready when you're like i don't have the money right now i know i what i need to do is i need to set aside money and just like sit (laughs) on it specifically for this and then as soon as it's ready i'm just like click 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 bye um, I will never do it. I'm not going to play games. I am not quick like that. So, <laughs> same. <laughs> so, my shop is Silver Spoils. And it's actually ran by um, me and Robin's Lilo. friend, Lilo. Yeah. Her stuff is so cute. Like, it's, it's she sells jewelry and it's from her family business. And so, it's all personally made by people in her family and she is selling them selling it for them and they're just gorgeous like she has like crystal rings and necklaces and like the evil eye necklaces and all that and just every single piece is so beautiful and so well made i i love it I love how simple like the jewelry is. It's very like yes. just simple and dainty. I like that. I also like that it's kind it. of like a modern interpretation of traditional like symbols and imagery. There was a mm-hmm. bracelet um, that I posted on my feed that was like a evil eye bracelet, but it was like crystals. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, let me just tell you that that is like the most sexual bracelet I've ever seen in my life. I, I was like, need it, <laughs> I have it, thank you. <laughs> we're in a relationship now it's I'm serious in a, rela- a committed relationship with that bracelet and let me tell you what happened at time. <laughs> i just i really love that it's a family business and mm-hmm. it's just you know they and started from the right ground from the up source, and they like and built it's all this up. quality yeah. i love it Yes. Love it, love it, love, love it. Especially when we're living in this kind of age where you get these companies that are borderline appropriating things or misrepresenting what they have. It's always nice when you know you're getting it from like the source. And I just I live for it. Yeah. We love I small love, businesses. Yeah. Small business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously. We love them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so hard to even pick just one. I was like going through my following. I'm like, shit. Like I there's like ten right here. Mm-hmm. I, I think the most of the people that I follow are our old shops. <laughs> yeah, I and mean, that's why we added an entire segment for this because Maria and I are massive small business uh, consumers, and I think that every single small business should get a shout out because they're just great and they work they work hard and it shows. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
We hope you guys will join us on August 7th for our 12th episode. And thank you, Amanda, for joining us today. Thank you for Keep having me. I- thank you. Keep an eye out on our Instagrams and our Twitter, which is Coffee Cauldrons, for more information. Yeah, or even better, joining us on our Discord tier, which is First Coven on Patreon, so we can answer your questions in our next part for next time. And if you join our Patreon, the library tearing up, you'll get to hear our lovely voices for an additional 30 minutes, which I know you guys are dying. You're dying for it. I know it. (laughs) (laughs) So, again, this is Coffee and Cauldrons. With Robin at a tired witch on Instagram. And Maria from Maria the Arcane on Instagram. And Amanda from at Lady Bookmad on Instagram. All right. Okay. You guys ready you guys to count down? Yeah, let's do <laughs> sure. it. Sure. Ready? <laughs> Set. Right. One, One, two. two. I, wasn't t- I wasn't talking yet. Read <laughs> 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 it. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. One, two, two, two three, three, three. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we do our best. We do our best. <laughs> <laughs>